But a bit of breaking news for you now, an exclusive. Uh, the feverish speculation is at an end. The new host of the nine o'clock slot on RTE Radio 1 is sitting across from me. And it is dot, 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 Oliver Callan. Good morning. Good morning, Brendan. Thank you very much. Very well. I I feel great. Um, I hope it's not too much of a shock for people. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I know I'm very excited about it. No, because I'm a real radio anorak. And this is the... This is the coveted slot uh, that people want to do, I hear. <laughs> and uh, although I never thought about it before like that, and I, I suppose I'm an accidental presenter in many ways, but um, there you go. Sure, I'll give it a lash and we'll see what happens. And of course, you've been, you have been giving it a lash for a while. You've been filling in a lot for uh, Ryan Toberley in yeah, the last few yeah. years and then more so recently. And your name was being bandied about. Why has it taken so long to announce? Well, I suppose, I suppose in many ways it hasn't taken very long. Um, the main reason probably it's taken this length of time is there's been a lot going on in RTE in the last few months <laughs> and there's huge decisions being made, strategic visions left, right and centre. I don't think half the decisions or half the things they need to do are done, even at that stage, as they've said. So the nine o'clock slot wasn't probably the, it's probably small fry in in the scale of things. But, um, you know, we, we had conversations going back a good, good few weeks well before Christmas. And, you know, they asked, was I interested? And I said, I actually said yes, even when I sort of didn't know if I was going to do it or not. <laughs> to be honest, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you just say yes and you go, yeah. well, sure, I'll have a think about it afterwards yeah. because I knew it wasn't. And I'm glad I didn't rush into it either. And probably if they needed a quick decision, I probably was it a big no. decision for you? Because like, it's a big change for you, for career and life. It is, and everything, yeah. Isn't no, it? I mean, sure, it's either life changing or bedtime altering. I'll, I'll find out which <laughs> way it goes. Uh, it was a big change for me. I agonised over it, to be honest, because, you know, you're doing comedy, uh, you want to be the sort of fella on the outside uh, chomping in uh, biting in or whatever kicking in um, but uh, so it was a big decision from that point of view not just the early mornings but just the idea of being a presenter it really didn't occur to me you I see myself would you be tamed like is it yeah well I kind of like see myself as a writer and you need to be out writing and do kind of scripted stuff and I, I still think you can uh, uh, be a presenter you're a writer and a presenter as well and Patrick Keelty and Tommy Dearnan and so on so there's a few of us around now at this stage and also kind of outsider in- insider sort of a thing so um yeah, I I, I agonise over from that that point of view, but at the same time, I, I still hope to keep a bit of a, an edge going. Yeah, yeah. You won't be able to take the Mickey out of the other broadcasters anymore. No? <laughs> well, no, that sounds like an appeal. You're, you're in the club now. <laughs> that sounds like it'll be. Well, actually, if I stopped. Have pity on us, you're one of us <laughs> yeah. now, Oliver. Yeah, stop doing people say, oh, he's biased now in favour of the other So I'll actually have to double down uh, yeah, th- on this Joe is it. and <laughs> yourself. And uh, I don't do Claire Bourne's voice on Callan's kick, so, uh, you know, I, I can I have an excuse there on that one. Um, but no, I... I, I by and the way, you still do Callan's kicks? That's the plan anyway. It's an independent production, so it's not going to be tied to the, to the presenter's uh, gig at all. And it's not technically... Uh, signed for this year but I do believe it's going to go ahead this year and a lot of that is trial as well because it's a whole it's a whole job and I'm usually wrecked from just doing that Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll see how, how it goes you know but I, I am confident I can juggle the two because I have I have done it as a stand-in it's tiring but you know when you love what you do it, it's not too uh, you know it's not impossible There's a text here thank God Oliver got it a <laughs> person's not messing around. Um, so, did you have to kind of keep this secret? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, like, it was really when weird. did you tell your parents? 
Oh, only just this week. I just told yeah. him and some of my family only found out this morning. I kept it yeah. very tight. In fact, we had uh, myself and the husband, Mr. Lannan, uh, we went through a few Christmas dinners <laughs> where people are speculating, you know, across from us going, and who's going who's gonna to replace your yeah. man? Like, yeah. who's going to actually do the show? And we're just sitting there going, don't laugh, don't make any movement because we'd be stuck explaining it. Your so parents no, are probably glad you have a proper job now. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably will. Yeah. Establishment radio station, etc. He's in from Monaghan, so nobody gets very excited about anything. Yeah, okay, so it's like, all right, yeah. that's what you're doing, Grant. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know what yeah. you're doing next. Yeah. Are you pro to me, Dad? Tell me you're pro <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah. Where's the validation? <laughs> I've for all these years. Is John supportive of this move, your husband? Ah, he is. God, I've never really asked him exactly that, those <laughs> words. But yeah, I, Mr. Lan has always been very supportive. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. he's probably glad you, you're getting a job. Uh, that's a, yeah. There's that as well, yeah, you know, yeah, because... Yeah. Uh, uh, it wasn't a steady. I always got to January as well and got very jittery because I had no work because you have to fight for that contract. And sometimes Callum's Kicks is every six months you have to fight for it or every year. So um, January's always been a, a sore month. So uh, finally yeah. doing something yeah. in January. People don't understand that, uh, that there is a freelance mentality, even with people who seem to be doing well, that they, they, you're never quite secure. Yeah. And I was nervous from that point of view in particular because there's been a, there's a real hunger when you're worried that it could all come crashing to a halt because you don't have long term contracts at all. Um, so that was one of the things I was agonising. We I wonder now, will I, will I get lazy that it's just there and I just keep showing up every day as opposed to I'm going to have to fight and battle and there'll be competition for things. Uh, but look, like when so Flann O'Brien got the column in the Irish Times, they said it was the end of him. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to phone it in now every day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there is that. Um, and tell me, will you still be doing live shows and all that kind of stuff? That'll all... You know, I, like, they're not going to stop me doing it. But obviously, I'll have to give my energy to doing this show because when you're starting up a new thing... And radio is a funny thing, I think, because it's not like TV where you either live or die maybe in the first couple of nights of doing it. It's kind of a, slaw, a slow drag. And maybe when you get the audience... And I know this from Callous Kicks, it takes a long time to build up that loyalty. But when you have them, you have them long term. Um, so, yeah, there is that. And by the way, it's not hugely long term either. It's only a two year contract. The tradition, okay. I think, around here has been five years. As we know, but things what? have changed. <laughs> things have changed right, in the last few years. So, um, and when do you start? I start Monday week. Uh, I would have started on Monday, but because it's been so under wraps, I haven't been able to even chat to a production team. And there's a new or reshuffled production team which will be starting. And will there be a new or reshuffled show? Or it's it's kind of weird because you've been doing a version of it. I haven't done. Yeah. I like to think I did my own swerve on that kind of monologue. I wasn't doing the papers. I like to call it kind of stories and a bit of a cut here and there of things. And maybe people didn't notice as much because they don't pay attention to you as a stand-in as much. But look, yeah, I'm not going to. They will be now. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, is that right? Oh, Jesus. Uh, but uh, I'll I'll start. You know, I have been doing it. I'm not going to completely shock uh, the audience that's there at nine o'clock um, uh, from the 29th of, of January with something completely new. So uh, I have, like I say, I'm a writer, so I have loads of ideas. I'm not sure production teams are going to like them when I say them uh, or agree with them. So I'll try them out as we go and uh, and figure it out, you know, but you have to kind of train on air because I'm not the most experienced presenter coming in here and they would have had much more experienced people to choose from. So the idea is hopefully that... Um, we get to a place that's uh, it's going to be different. That there's room for improvement. Do you know what I mean? I think I think there's there's a lot of warmth coming in on the text free. Anyway, delighted to hear Oliver Callum will be back on Morning Radio. Best of luck to Oliver. Thank you, RT. You've made a very happy woman. That's from and delighted to hear Oliver's going to be back. Delighted Oliver Callum is new permanent presenter. A genuine person with a mix of empathy and comedy. Defo don't stop the comedy. Congratulations, Oliver. Up Monaghan. Uh, and and so on and so on. So I think you, you and those other ones you, as well. 
yeah. hopefully coming. <laughs> other ones are not giving me. <laughs> so you're coming in on a wave of warmth, as far as you're concerned. For the Because you yeah, only see these ones as I well. I know that's very nice, sure. thanks to yeah. a million of those yeah. people. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, you know it is. It's exciting. I, I'm a radio anorak, so it's kind of uh, exciting to do that, to, to get that gig. Yeah. It, 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 what you say, though, about people not paying attention to uh, the stand-in, hmm. it is different when your name's over the door then, isn't it? It is, yeah. Are you nervous, like? Ah, sure, I would be nervous. And I don't think you can do a proper show until, unless you're nervous. There's that kind of energy that has to be in the gut to go. And I, I'm nervous every time Callum's Kicks goes out, even though it's a pre-recorded thing. Um, so, yeah, there'll be definitely a nervousness. And that's kind of the fun of it. And, and I heard Marion Finucane saying years ago that going on air was the payback for all the work that you do. That that's the kind of crack you I think it's important have. that we get that message out there that the honour <laughs> the honour tip of the iceberg tip of the iceberg because you're very short yeah you're, you're, you're only on for two days a week yeah, I noticed yeah yeah part time <laughs> job um, have you been talking to Ryan Toberty? well I, I messaged him I whatsapped him at the time of the scandal when it came out and I said I was very sorry for him because I think he experienced the biggest pylon that, that anyone's ever experienced in this country given all the stuff that people have done uh, last June July in particular I mean, like paparazzi outside his house. You just don't expect that uh, in Ireland and in Dublin. And particularly, uh, particularly because I thought his scandal, um, like far from being the biggest scandal in Ireland over the summer, it wasn't even the biggest scandal with an RT because obviously he had uh, the millions on a musical and so on. So I, I commiserated with him. He was he was quite grateful for that. I gave him the idea of doing a, a diary. I said, you could keep a diary because you have an amazing story to tell. And I'm glad to see that he's done the diary now. And it's have kind of you the, read about the, the Conor McGregor case? A guy said to him, you should do a whiskey brand and he's now getting 5, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 5%. So exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah, God, I should have had that conversation. But look, and I wished him well yeah. in London and all of that. But uh, I haven't heard from him since. But uh, that's probably understandable because, you see, I have that other job and I have been uh, taking the mick out of him in his defence. So maybe uh, he hasn't taken too too kindly to that. But uh, he was always a great supporter for me when I was in Callan's Kicks. And uh, I felt sorry for, them, for him at the time. And I liked his show. Uh, I wouldn't have deputised on the show if I didn't think it was a good show. So I did feel sorry from that point of view. And I think he'll be back. I think he's going to be back in Ireland at some point. Because he's still talking to us, isn't he? From from London. Yeah, and, and I, I'm not quite aware of that. But yeah, he probably is. No, but, uh, yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. literally writing a column in an Irish newspaper. Yeah, as well, yes, at the yes. adventures in London. So I, I think he has a grow for here and I'd say he'll be back at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. That's my hunch. Yeah, OK. Oh, God, uh, um, not being the stand-in, people now take, will pay attention to that. that you you n- now have kind of a papal infallibility. <laughs> like, yeah. And you also need to divest, yourselves of any, well, that, divest yourself of any opinions you have about anything. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, you know, OK, right. <laughs> Wait for that memo. Um, just for people who, who only know you as uh, Oliver Callan, the satirist and stuff in, in, in recent years and all that, just a brief run through. You started out as a straight newsreader, actually, didn't you? Yeah, I was a newsreader. Actually, it was in college. It was a thing called INN, which used to, you'd used to turn a key in a studio in Mount Street there, around the corner from Hollow Street, and you'd be live in all the local stations around the country, which was kind of the biggest audience on radio. And so I read the news. I was 19, so I sounded older than I was. And I was in college, so I was a newsreader there and a reporter. And then I finished college. I did a stint in Morning Ireland, actually, uh, as a placement from DCU. I did journalism there, and they offered me a job, but I didn't really want to do it, because Today FM was the cool place, 2003, it's over 20 years ago. And I, I went into TFM actually every day for about a week asking for a job in there until um, someone agreed to meet me. And I did a quick audition up in the studio and they said, oh, just this fellow now might be, might be able to do something. So I did a newspaper, I did a news reading and reporting on that as well. And I sidelined on Gift Grub 
as um, Mary Rosenstock's understudy. Uh, that's where I started doing the voices. I was into Kenny on Gift Grub for years and years and Dabo, the Dabo character from there, came from there. And that's what I did. And then I came over. I, I knew it wasn't going to end up as a duet and I, I felt just comedy is a thing now I should do. And that's where I end up on a thing called Horty the Cafe on, on TV. And from there, the Jerry Ryan show uh, a team had spotted potential and they brought me over to 2FM and I tricked about there for three years. And then I went into the wilderness. Uh, did, I was nearly did you? Up. Yeah. I didn't really give up a comedy. I think it was about two or three years of almost no work or very poor quality work, maybe on my part. And uh, I was on the Saturday Night Show a good bit during that time, do you remember? Oh, thanks. I was doing good work on that though, wasn't I? Well, yeah, I, I hate to think that they, they, were, they were your years in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah, you didn't yeah. even notice. <laughs> thanks, William. And then I, I always think I did a property when Callan's Kicks came along, 2013. And that sort of grew up then, finally. So you, can, you don't have to plan anything until your 30s and you can start a whole new career in your 40s. I'm 43 now. I turned 43 at Christmas. And uh, you have to give everything a bit of a go, do you know? So uh, I'll give it a go. OK, well, look, um, as I say, uh, a, a lot of warmth coming in there. And uh, somebody says if someone's offers you someone offers you a free pair of flip flops, run a mile. That's from <laughs> John in Limerick. Um, There's no flip flops or anything. And I, I might as well get it out of the way because people will ask about money and so on, given the circumstances. Yeah. So it's a two year contract. Uh, it's about the same as what they offered Ryan, but I'm not going to do the podcast thing. So it's 150, 150 a year for, for those two years and uh, like it wouldn't put me in the top 10 presenters at the moment but you know we're in a whole new world and I didn't negotiate on the money there was no negotiation on it because there's a pile of people who wanted to do the job um, so it, look it's not a top 10 thing now it wouldn't be close to it I think it should be 180 to be in top 10 but it probably will be at some point in the future Okay so, um, so you were just told this is what's on offer take exactly. it or leave it Yeah I, you know I kind of asked can we discuss this this and this and it was generally no you're in a new world now New World Order is going to be short, a uh, two-year deal, and they're going to watch closely and make sure that... Uh, and, and I'm kind of the first post-new um, RT contract, I suppose, aren't I? Okay. So, um, sorry to break the bad news there, Brendan. Good okay. luck. Okay. Best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver, I think uh, it, it looks like you're a very popular choice for this. And again, congratulations uh, and the best of luck and delighted for you. What's the new show going to be? Uh, thanks, man. Um, like this all discussed next week. Are you are you the Brendan O'Connor show or just Brendan O'Connor? I think it's just him. So probably one, one yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Because yeah. we're going to be discussing jingles and all of that. But it starts Monday week. And uh, yeah, we're sure we'll see what happens. Okay, That's Monday week, January 29th, 9am, uh, and the whole world will be watching Oliver Callan. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll Thanks, take Brendan. a break. Cheers, Brendan. Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1.